Welcome to the Take Uncommon Action Podcast. I am your host, Brady Oakey from Brady Oak Fitness, founder of Tua, a training brand and fitness community focused on standing out from the crowd and taking action in our daily lives. Roll the intro. Welcome back to another episode of the Tua Cast. I'm here with a very special guest, the fittest man in the entire world, <laughs> maybe even beyond the universe. I don't know. Uh, Jack, Jack Driscoll is Driscoll, right? Yes, sir. That right? Cool. I don't know about fittest. I'm, uh, that's the end goal. It's a never ending attempt. We got a lot of work to do, though. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I mean, yeah, I want you guys to check him out on Instagram like as soon as possible. Um, is it Jack Fitness? It's Jack period D underscore fitness. Perfect. Yeah, check him out. You're going to get the gist of him real fast, and we're going to dig really deep into it here. But, dude, this guy's insane. Um, we actually met through BPN. He's an, a BPN ambassador as well. And um, instantly, he just kind of stood out. Very just crazy dude. He's doing everything. He's a hybrid athlete. Um, also, dude, this is crazy, but you competed in a, a professional bodybuilding show, a professional natural bodybuilding show yesterday. Yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. And you're here now. And um, okay, <laughs> let's just let's start this off by telling us what you've done this month and, and what you're doing this next month. Week. All right. So a year ago, I had this crazy idea. Like, there's all these people doing all these amazing things in fitness, and I was like, how can I do something different? You know, people run marathons and do heavy lifting. People do bodybuilding shows and do this. I was like, what can I do that's different? So for the last year, I've been training to take on this month, June with four separate fitness competitions each weekend of the month, completely different aspects of fitness. We started off with a powerlifting meet the first week. The second weekend was like a functional fitness competition called Battle Bunker. It was the regional competition, running, lifting, complete hybrid athlete event. This third weekend, yesterday was the bodybuilding show. And next weekend we have the big one, the full Ironman to cap it all off. Yeah, in the mountains. In, in the I, mountains in of Coraline. <laughs> yeah, dude, which is so nuts, dude. I mean, truly to be able to do all of that, like, it's mind-blowing, yeah. um, but so epic and very uncommon, if I do say so myself. So, uh, <laughs> I hope so, man. I mean, it's none of them go together. You know, the hybrid yeah. athlete kind of goes with the powerlifting a little bit, but, like, um, it was – a. The goal was to try and be like 99, 90 to 95% um, capability for all of them at the same time. Um, I think we did all right. Not too bad. Yeah, no, I mean, that's one of the things that stands out, honestly, is like, because you're not just like doing them. You know, there's a difference between doing something just Mm -hmm. to check it off. Like anyone could maybe survive like let's say marathon anyone yeah. can like survive you know We're on like a six hour <laughs> yeah you, like get across the finish line right. eventually someday you know but like to actually be like pretty good at it is yeah. a whole nother thing and, and it's so impressive because um i remember when i started like following you i was like okay so like he's deadlifting he like freaking i don't know 500 pounds or 600 pounds i don't know what's your best deadlift best deadlift is 605 okay he's deadlifting 600 pounds and then and then he's gonna go run like i don't know 10 miles or something and then oh and he's also shredded <laughs> Which it's like somewhere in there. I'm just like, how? Trying to, it's a thin line I'm balancing. Yeah. Uh, but it's fun. Like I, I really wanted to bring something different to fitness. Like mm. you see mm. most like a hybrid athletes. A lot of people I look up to: Nick Bear, mm. Fergus Crawley, Hunter McIntyre, guys like those. 
they all do incredible things, but they usually do them one at a time. Fergus actually right. has done the sub five minute, 500 pound squat. He's done a uh, 1200 pound powerlifting total, 12 hour Ironman in the same day. That's oh pretty gosh. crazy. Um, but I was trying to do more than one or two things at the same time and see how well I can balance them and bring something different to the whole fitness industry, hopefully. Yeah, so, okay, so like, <laughs> why though? Like, when, when did this <laughs> get into your head? So like last um, spring, summer, I had this thing where I was, it's called, um, what was it? Well, I don't even forget what I call it. What did I say? Um, ja now I'm drawing a blank. Now we look like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it was my series before I uh, trained to be the fittest man in the world, basically where I tried a different style workout each day. Um, and I was like, this is fun, man. I'm running this, doing a lift the next day, doing a CrossFit workout the next day. And I was just like, this is something I can do like at a more extreme level and try and be competitive at a bunch of different things. And I was inspired again by a different hybrid athletes and people who are doing all these amazing things. And I was like, how can I push that envelope? So again, last August, I really started running for the first time in August. Really? Oh my. <laughs> yeah. So the... I guess my base of like muscular endurance and like kind of overall functional fitness, like translated well to running. Cause I started in August, ran my first half marathon in November at like a one twenty five, So like a six thirty pace, yeah. six thirty two pace, six thirty two pace. Yeah. And then Jeez. I did my first marathon in Austin where I met all these amazing people. That was I, your first one. That was my oh, first geez. marathon. I, so I fooled did, me. <laughs> I mean, truly. So I did a three hours and 34 seconds. So I missed the Boston marathon qualifying time by 34 seconds. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, now. the <laughs> video is so sad. Like I finished, I finished before the three hour pacer. Oh, he's, so you thought that, oh yeah, he's no. got, you see the guy coming in with the flag behind me. And I was like, yes did it did it and then i'm camped out on the ground for a good 30 minutes and i'm like lying next to a trash can and it sinks in that i did not qualify oh and i my. felt like a trash can after that. <laughs> <laughs> but the show goes on so back to like the where i started this journey i was like you know it'd be really cool to do all these different things at the same time or the same month span so in august i planned it all out I did a couple different like smaller competitions events along the way, but the end goal was to do a powerlifting meet, some sort of functional fit, fit, uh, fitness competition, whether it was CrossFit, High Rocks, and ended up being the Battle Bunker thing because I qualified for it online. They had an open competition, right. qualified for the regionals, the timeline worked out, a bodybuilding show, and then an Ironman, just like to cap it all <laughs> off casually. Why yeah, yeah, why not? <laughs> so... Set all, out to do all that in June, and here we are three weeks down, three of the competitions done, and one more to go. Yeah, and, and you're doing this for a charity, right? Yeah, so I'm raising money for the local uh, Ronald McDonald House of South Jersey. It's really close to my house. You know, it helps out the kids with cancer. It's a lot of the charities you see online, they take a good portion of it, but this is one where I can actually see the difference I make personally mm -hmm. in community near me. Yeah, dude, that's, that's so epic, man. Like, seriously, just... Hats off to you. Love what you're doing with this. Appreciate so it, cool. Um, and and so I actually didn't know that you started like your endurance aspect of it so recently. Yeah. And yeah. then got good at it so quickly. Like that blows my mind. So the the beauty of endurance training, which I realized is that unlike, you know, strength training and bodybuilding, more isn't always like more, you know, like yeah. more isn't better. <laughs> yeah. You can only train your muscles so much and like 
if you do 45 sets of chest, you're not getting better. And I'm not saying go run a million miles in one week and you're going to turn into a good runner. But a lot more of it is like the mental aspect. Mm-hmm. I can't make myself stronger at 225 on bench just by like trying harder. But like mentally on a run, right, you right. can always just, you know, keep going or you can push that pace a couple more seconds. And I think that's like kind of like my strongest asset is just my mentality and mm-hmm. being able to use that for endurance training and like functional fitness workouts. Um, so I started the endurance training in August, but I was a little bit into like functional fitness probably over the last three or four years because I'm also a full-time firefighter. And before that, like the first six, seven years of my training was just bodybuilding, powerlifting. Right. And I got the job at the firehouse. And one of my senior guys always says, we're occupational athletes. So basically mm-hmm. it's your job to be in shape. Yeah. So then I kind of developed this mindset where look in, look in shape, be in shape. All fitness is good fitness. So I started, you know, doing more cross training, you know, swimming more, cycling more, and just like developing those other aspects of fitness and trying to look good and be strong while doing it. Yeah. So that's the, another layer of, of how impressive this is because, you know, even, I mean, it's changing now because um, everyone's on social media. And so like the genetic freaks are like kind of poking through a little bit. So prominent. <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, 10 years ago, like if you're a power lifter and, or, or you're just strong, let's say you're, you're yeah. really strong. Like you're definitely above 16% body fat. At oh, the same time. absolutely. Like you are, you just are. Yeah. So it's just crazy because that, as, as far as like being a bodybuilding coach, that's really what appeals to me right here. And what kind of blows my mind the most is like, you do all of this while being so lean. Like, I don't know how that doesn't, affect your recovery i don't know how you're not getting hurt all the time i don't know how you're maintaining your strength like it's very impressive is the only word to put it i mean truly i, I don't know how you're doing it <laughs> i that that is the number one question i get on social media what do you do for recovery what do you do for this yeah, like bet, yeah. what do you eat and i'm like i eat the same foods every day yeah, for years yeah. and i know that's something like i think most people should have that kind of like bodybuilding dieting approach to all areas of fitness. There's probably some, you can pick and choose what you learn from each kind of modality. That's you know? exactly yeah. like, I feel like a lot of endurance athletes, they eat like birds, you know, like they don't, <laughs> for real, they That's don't so eat <laughs> They're putting in so much work uh-huh. and not put, fueling the body properly. Like they'll, you know, have their gels and stuff during their workouts, but what about like the heavy everything protein else. meals? What yeah. about everything else? Yeah. So that is the beauty of bodybuilding. Like I eat the same things. Like I'm like either proats or protein pancakes in the morning religiously Mm -hmm. forever. And then usually three or four meals of 96, four ground beef and rice, bang, bang, bang. Mm -hmm. And then to fuel other workouts, I'll do like simple stuff like bagels and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. but, and bananas and fruits, but it's the same foods every day. I live off bagels, bagels, dude, religiously. I should be sponsored by bagels. Exactly, man. (laughs) Dude, you can't beat bagels before a workout. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) How many calories do you eat per day? So, on it like when like not bodybuilding related but like to maintain like right, right. i was before this i was you know i held a decently lean physique before i went you know mm. to push it a little bit but i was eating like five thousand on average okay yeah i mean that would probably be my guess which is yeah. a lot yeah I mean, so like it breaks like i had 300 protein i actually like a little bit like lower fat than most people i like mm. 70 75 right. when you talk about five thousand calories of course. yeah right, right and then like it's like 800 carbs or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of bagels. Yeah. That's yeah. But like, so my whole plan throughout the, this journey was like, I'll hold, you know, a decently lean physique while I, 
improve in all the other areas uh-huh. of fitness hold that physique and then when the time is right like Dip six down. to eight weeks out i'll just go hard deficit because most of the heavy lifting for lack of a better term yeah. all the endurance training all the hard work is already done i've already established all mm-hmm. that levels of fitness so it's okay to like struggle the last month and a half and rely on you know overall mindset and fitness at mm-hmm. that point to carry me yeah. so the last month and a half it's been like half the calories <laughs> yeah i mean well that's smart to do the powerlifting comp first oh yeah definitely that was the plan the powerlifting comp and then separate it with the iron man <laughs> there was no perfect way to do it no. but like because now i'm doing a bodybuilding show a week out from an iron man uh-huh. but it's nice to eat all this food now <laughs> yeah yeah i mean that's done with now so it's now it's like eat up like, yeah eat up <laughs> as i much did as i properly ate up yesterday i'll tell you that <laughs> good yeah i mean while you're out in the west you need to have cafe rio cafe rio yes Say less. If you've never had that before, no. go get Cafe Rio, smothered burrito. Anyway, I'll, t- I'll tell you exactly yeah. what to get. Say less. <laughs> but yeah. while we're talking about food for a second, I think In-N-Out's kind of overrated. I just had to get that off my chest. Sorry, Good. You know, you know, and I don't completely disagree. What did shift my mindset about that? Because everyone, it used to be five guys versus In-N-Out. I'm like, bro, five Yeah, guys. look at the price difference. The price difference. Yeah. So, I, so if you compare it like uh, In-N-Out's more of like a McDonald's style, like a really yeah. nice uh-huh. McDonald's. So then you're like, okay, In-N-Out's it's, pretty great. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's not five guys. Though. Yeah, but I'd rather spend the extra money and go to five guys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, with your diet, you just probably do both. Uh, yeah, you know? that's true. <laughs> yeah, man. So, okay, real quick, because you went pro in bodybuilding, in natural bodybuilding. When was that? That was two years ago. Two years ago. And so, leading up into that, then, by the way, how old are you? 26. 26. 26. Okay. You're young. So, um, so you went pro at 24. 24. Yeah. Okay. So, that was the last time I competed in bodybuilding. Right. Um, so would I mean, did you like consider yourself like a bodybuilder then? I mean, you went pro in bodybuilding. Natural body. I'm not an IV pro, not even close. It, there is a little bit of a difference. There's yeah, a huge but. difference. <laughs> huge, literally. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, so like I, I guess I was I always loved bodybuilding the most, but mm-hmm. I never considered myself a bodybuilder because then like the next day, you know, I'm like probably like squatting like <laughs> four right. four or five for reps and right. stuff like that. And but uh, yeah, that was the last time I competed before this. And then since then, I've gotten way, way more into just trying to be well-rounded. Yeah, fitness. everything, right? Yeah, I mean, I can I can relate to that a lot. That was um, my dream goal. I remember I was, dude, I was probably like, I don't know, 12 or 14 maybe. And they had the Ironman um, in Kona. It wasn't the world champions at the time. It was like, that was just the Ironman. At the that time. was just like the hard one. That's, yeah. yeah. And uh, it was the only one, too. Yeah. I think it was like the first and yeah. the only. And I remember they televised it. I was like, that is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Like, I'm going to do that someday. And then and then I got into powerlifting, got hurt, and I was wasting Happens to all of us. And then, <laughs> so then I went into bodybuilding because I didn't get hurt yet. Yeah. Uh, and, then, and then I was kind of just casually bodybuilding, not even competing. And I wanted to do... Honestly, everything you're doing now, like it sounds so fun. I wanted to run a marathon and get all all that. Um, and I kept getting hurt running. So yeah. like that's why when I'm like watching, I'm like, man, like you're not even getting hurt. I completely forgot that we that whole that whole tangent I just went on started with like the recovery stuff and like balancing everything. Um, so like I, I like just try and separate my number one. My main thing is slow progressive overload for everything you really got to dumb it down mm-hmm. like if you don't have a coach for anything really it just starts with slow progressive overload for any type of fitness there is you sure. got a solid body bodybuilding routine you got a solid powerlifting routine a running routine it's all broken down the same way in my opinion mm-hmm. if you, once you get a coach and you're really trying to push that like oh, okay i'm a bodybuilder it's going to be a little bit more you know technical but bread and butter like just progressive overload for everything it's as simple as like running I'm going to run two miles 
three times during the week and then my long run is three miles. And mm-hmm. then you just slowly build off that. Same thing with a body building routine. You start off with like 135 on bench. You're doing it for five, set, five sets of five. Boom, you're doing it for four sets of six, stuff like that. However you want to break it down. But the same idea. Uh, so in August, I really started super simple with all the disciplines. I had a strong base with strength training and bodybuilding, but the other stuff I added in so slow and just right up. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a a huge issue we see, especially in, I'd say powerlifting, probably most prevalent, but everything people, um, they want to test their strength instead of build their strength. That's the number one thing. Yeah. And, and it's so huge in powerlifting. Everyone's like max out Monday, um, (laughs) every Monday. And (laughs) it's the same in running though. It's like, I could run a mile or I could just try to run, you know, I don't know, eight miles and then, and then you get hurt or something like that. Um, so no, that that's cool. So, I mean, there's no secret necessarily. It's just the slow and steady. You're going to get there eventually. Yes. Yes. So like everybody's like what everybody is always looking for the shortcut for everything for bodybuilding, for powerlifting. It's there is none. There will never be one. It's literally just the slow and steady work. The only things that can help a little bit, a lot, really have your diet in check. It doesn't have to be like, you know, I eat this, this, this every single day. Have a general idea of your caloric intake and your macros. Get a decent amount of protein in. And then if you want to take it more seriously, take it more seriously. But you do need a solid base for your Mm -hmm. diet. Decent program, again, based on progressive overload. It doesn't have to be all scientific. Start like that. And then if you're more interested get more specific yeah get more into those like i don't know kind of top of the pyramid things yeah. once the foundation is there once the foundation is there yeah. people they're like all right well how can i bench 405 the fastest don't ask me i'm never gonna bench red light therapy and yeah. sauna and, and sauna <laughs> and then everybody's the everybody's the cold tub guy now cold tub yeah which is cool man whatever helps you do it everything but yeah. like there is no secret and there never will be it's just consistent 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 you mm-hmm. know and that's one thing I do appreciate about your page a lot is like you show the work you're doing a lot and it's like consistency isn't sexy, no. but it's what works, Yeah, you know, and, and, and you're showing like, this is what I'm doing, you know, like I, some yeah. of the workouts, dude, where I'm like, all right, we're on hour five now of Jack's workout today, <laughs> yeah. but that's what it takes sometimes, you know? Right. So like I, when I started the whole series of training to be the fittest man in the world, let me reemphasize, I do not think I'm the fittest man in the world and I probably never will be but there's know, nothing <laughs> there's absolutely nothing wrong with setting a sky high goal because it gives you something to work to towards mm-hmm. all the time mm-hmm. but i do every day on tiktok i post exactly the workouts i do training to be the fist man day 305 i think i'm on Jeez. <laughs> you know and every single workout's there and yeah a lot of them are similar you know mm. like a 10 mile run isn't going to be any different from a nine mile run if you're just doing like an easy one yeah and you know you're you can't run your five minute miles every single day you can't squat 500 pounds every single day a lot of the stuff is the rep work and the the, the boring workouts but i put it all out there if people are interested there it is. Yeah, I mean, it, very similar to bodybuilding in the sense where it's like you might be doing the same workout for months. <laughs> yeah, mean, and there's truly months. But that, that's how you're going to progress. <laughs> it's again. that brick, you know, yeah. like you put that same brick every day. Eventually, you'll have a, a house or a house. whatever. I love that one. Yeah, it, it's I mean, that's what it takes. It's, it's it's a beautiful thing, though. It's And it takes a special mindset to like really appreciate that because you start to understand the people that we admire and look up to the most, like the, the greats of the world. It's like they're no different other than they laid the brick every day and when you really understand that like you fall in love with the process because you know that hey like i'm in charge of my day and i'm gonna make sure my brick gets laid today because someday like 
I'm going to be exactly where I want to be. And it's everyone's going to be like, how'd you do it? And you're going to say, it was the cold plunges, man. It was, <laughs> it was the cold plunges. And they was, you, you, you tell them exactly <laughs> like laying the brick. I did this, this workout, this diet for so long. And they're like, all right, but what's the key? What's, what's like, <laughs> so was the creatine monohydrate or like, <laughs> exactly, dude. I mean, that's the thing. You can lay it all out there. We're, we're saying it right now. There is no keys, progressive overload. It's doing the consistency. What's the shortcut? What's the, what's the secret for everything? Yeah. And, shortcut is just to accept the pain, man. Yeah, man. It's, it's boring sometimes, but like once you fall, like you just said, once you fall in love with the process, there's the the results they're just the icing on top yeah truly I'm, i feel like i mean i love bodybuilding i sometimes feel like um a fake bodybuilder because like the reasons why i do it like i don't care about the aesthetics at all i don't care about walking on a beach and looking cool i mean that's a cool byproduct well, yeah. I guess. but it's like man i'm obsessed when you're on prep and you're starving and then you don't eat and you yeah. don't cheat on your diet like i'm obsessed with it's, that it's euphoric i love it what <laughs> Like what shocks people and like they never believe me when I say this, but like I you know, I post everything I do on social media. Mm. But if I could never post anything on social media again, if I could never like again be on the mm-hmm. beach shirtless, I would still do the exact same thing. Yeah, dude, I love that. that. See, that's what people yeah. don't understand. Like yeah. I'm like uh, for a lack of a better term, I'm addicted to training. Yeah. And I love it. <laughs> I literally love it. Uh-huh. You know, my my friends and family sometimes are like can you just come out with us one time? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah. After this uh, competition journey, we'll all see you. <laughs> yeah, they don't get it. I mean, you said it right. It's like, it is euphoric. It's like, man, that, that hit you get daily knowing that like you're in charge of yourself, of your mind of and you're oh, doing the yeah, hard things. Yeah. Like truly addictive. It, it really is. I mean, like just going like hour and a half headphones in, whatever you do, not talking to anyone just getting it all out of your system and then just feeling like a new person afterwards. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. better than that. Yeah. I mean, I think um, a lot of people, I think most people specifically in like the, like lifting in the gym world would prefer a lot of people at the gym. And I hear this from a lot of people because um, it, it motivates them to be around other people mm-hmm. um, and, and maybe like they get to kind of show off a little bit or whatever. Uh, and that, honestly, like that's fine. It's not a big deal. Um, but I think if you can get to the point where, if there was no one else on this earth except for you and you had a, a gym membership, right? So you would still be going, you know, that's so I have my own personal training studio, right? Right. So I train by myself, my, my lifts, mm-hmm. my runs, my like Metcon cross training workouts, swims 99% of the time. It's just me. Yeah. Just me. Like there's Epic. nobody cheering me on for Epic. a 500 pound squat. There's mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dude, I hit a heavy lift. I'm celebrating with myself <laughs> yelling in the mirror and it's just me. And I, it's so hard for me to go to like, you know, public gyms now at this point, number one, because nobody wants a tripod in their face, <laughs> but just like, I, I want to just leave like my body for lack of a better yeah. term and just train. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Just, I don't know. Just, just for you like I, and I totally get that like in, in college that's where I started like my social media journey and um at the time like no one was like online fitness coaching and stuff didn't even exist like I yeah. I just kind of stumbled upon it. I'm like oh my gosh you can make money doing fitness this is crazy okay I'm gonna like, dream <laughs> going into this full, <laughs> yeah. full heartedly so I was in college and um I was like the dude filming himself with the camera you know yeah and it was weird and and it, i was a very polarizing individual back then because everyone mm. either hated me or loved me and it was like whatever but that's a common theme with uncommon individuals that you're yeah. loved or you're hated yeah yeah truly you like, <laughs> like that plugged it hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, but it's like 
we had like a, a giant university gym. That's where everyone went. Mm-hmm. It was like social hour for everyone. And, and I would always like work out at like these much smaller, like apartment, um, gyms I could find around campus yeah. and stuff. And I would, and I would just be, it would just be me that way. I could, you know, film what I want to film, document everything, but just kind of be by myself. And like, yeah, I just, yeah, I don't know. You get it, but like you, you just love that feeling of just doing something like for no other really outside reason other than just like for you it's beautiful it's like it's rare for people to find that in any aspect of life Mm -hmm. where that they just do it just because they enjoy it and they don't need any outside things for a lot of us especially people who are watching this it's probably fitness but like Mm -hmm. the goal in life is just to find that wherever you are like whatever you're doing just that euphoric feeling where you just can leave yourself and just enjoy what you're doing and not give a you know, damn about whatever anybody else is thinking. Yeah, I, and you'll find too, you kind of get what you put in. So it's like the reason why, I mean, there's a reason why Ironmans are like long, like what, like 140 miles total, right? Or Yeah, like, so uh, it's a 2.4 mile swim, 112 mile bike, yeah. and then it's marathon to cap it off. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, like it could have been shorter, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, it needs to be long because what, what you put in, you get back. And the harder the challenge and the obstacle the, the fulfillment you get from it at the end it's like i know nothing f- else I, dude i'm not an emotional guy but i know for a fact i'm gonna i'm gonna cry a little uh, bit yeah, after that yeah. like <laughs> not just because of the iron man because literally i dedicate this past year of my life to just pushing this envelope of fitness right. and trying to do something I, I think most people haven't done or even thought of and like all the different competitions along the way all of the lonely hours like I can count on one hand besides yesterday. Let me, I can count on one hand how many cheat meals I've had over the last year. Um, and, uh, I doubled that yesterday again. <laughs> Well-deserved. Well-deserved. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, all the lonely hours running, biking, swimming, all the lifts, just, mm. I get up at three in the morning before my 24 fi- hour firefighter shift yes. to go train, you know, just because I can lift at the firehouse, but it's going to get interrupted with calls mm. and stuff. So mm-hmm. I'd rather just get it done there beforehand but at the end of the iron man i'll probably break down a little bit and i'll be like that sucked <laughs> but it was worth it <laughs> yeah and then instantly it's kind of like what's next what's next <laughs> yeah dude that's that's yeah. that's what separates uh uh-huh. I, I remember my first um bodybuilding prep was actually 2020 and which was terrible year to do bodybuilding actually because yeah my show that was supposed to be in did you do summer training for your first one it was it might it wasn't supposed to i was supposed to do an npc show in may right and then covid canceled pushed back and then summer training got pushed back so uh my first show ended up being october i did a 10-month prep for it and i I was on for like 10 months just waiting because they're like it's gonna happen in july it's gonna happen so i stayed on and they're like it's not happening in july but you know maybe august or september so i made you so much mentally stronger battling that for so long i mean truly like i don't I don't think anything will ever be harder. So yeah. <laughs> like, I yeah. actually, I don't know. I even told you this. I did the first two summer shreddings. Dude, that's nothing. Then that means, okay. So 20, that would have been 2018, 2019. Yeah, I believe so. I yeah. took my, my first team ever in 2019 as I was just coaching. I didn't compete. There, there's that. probably pictures of us just like. That's probably <laughs> yeah. dude, circulating somewhere. <laughs> I'll have to look. I'll have to dig. Oh yeah. Crazy dude. Epic. Um, But yeah. So it's, it's like, I don't know. That was. I was probably two-ish weeks out, and granted, this wasn't abnormal prep. You know, typically, you don't prep for like ten months, and and like it's COVID, so I'm like paying like some private gym under the table to like 
let me and Maddie go and train and like doing all this crazy stuff and like getting a haircut was like impossible because oh, no man. one wanted to admit they're a barber and, and you had to like it was like getting on the dark web basically just to find a barber that would let you come to their house and like cut their hair it was nuts and there I am just like starving myself and uh, I remember telling Maddie because at the time like I mean I was just doing this to check it off the list I didn't really I didn't know how much I loved it yet yeah um but I was in the in the suck of it all and I remember telling her like hey like this is I'm never gonna compete again like we're gonna finish this and then that'll be it and then did the show walked off the stage i'm like when am i doing the next one <laughs> like dude and, and see, eight months later eight months later did it again that's Started what it is four man. months later that's that that's that mindset that separates the people who like love it and mm-hmm. the people who just do it for the vanity and for yeah. the other stuff for the outside reasons yeah and then it's like i'm that's so awesome that it's bodybuilding for you and then for somebody it's running and then love it yeah i'm just like whatever dude whatever really pushes you to the limits i just want a piece of that you yeah. know i just want to try it and do it and you know find what breaks me <laughs> yeah i do i mean that's it because bodybuilding like i don't plan on bodybuilding forever as much as i love it I, the thing i love more than bodybuilding is challenging myself and right now i'm really addicted to the challenge of bodybuilding yeah and i want to see how far i can go and i, I do think um it's something that i could maybe like excel in a lot and it's like that's why i'm sticking with it right but right, right at the root of it it's like I, I'm in my head. I think about those other challenges that I can do. Like I, you know, I will do an Ironman someday. Like I will do all these. Other I absolutely and- believe you will. Like bodybuilding, it's we'll just talk, hold on that for a second. It's its own separate beast. It's twenty four seven. Yeah. You know, you're hungry. You go to bed hungry. You wake up hungry, and you're like, that's not enough food to get me through the day. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it it's just nonstop. The, the the only thing I don't like about bodybuilding now is that. Compared to the other things I'm trying to do, it takes away from the most. It does, yeah. Because I can lift heavy and run, no problem if I'm eating a lot of food. Mm-hmm, right. <laughs> and I'm okay with being hungry. You know, mm-hmm. like I've defeated that, you know, mental barrier. Like, mm-hmm. but like, if you don't have energy to do anything, you don't have energy to do it. Yeah, it's, and it's real too. It's not like, it's like, uh, you just have a better attitude. It's like, no, you literally get to a point where it doesn't it matter. It doesn't you know? matter. Like, <laughs> and you're like, I, you could walk on the treadmill all day, but you can't run. You know? It's just you can't. You physically can't. Yeah. You go into a pool. You go into a pool. You might drown if you don't have enough calories. Stairs. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I had the same conversation with Nick. Um, right. And it was interesting because kind of the same thing before the show. He's like, "Yeah, no, this is my last show." Blah blah blah. And I was like, "Okay, I'll hold you to that. Yeah. Like, we'll see about that." And um um we were backstage and it was so exciting to see this honestly um number one you guys did a great job he looked great (laughs) yeah he freaking crushed it man it was perfect he doesn't he doesn't come up short in anything so he really doesn't (laughs) (laughs) he really doesn't yeah incredible um but yeah i mean he's he's done it all right you know he's he's done the 100 mile races and just everything and it was so fun to see though backstage him just be like man like this is the most exhilarating thing i've ever done and and he also said it was the hardest thing he'd ever done and uh i believe it because first of all i've never run 100 miles in the colorado rockies i can't imagine how hard yeah. that actually is but it is um it's like it, it it's like like you're saying bodybuilding so 24 7 i mean you you cannot escape it yes you know to be good at it you can't escape it that's a, like whenever i do a bodybuilding again it'll have to be by itself not because i can't do the other things but you can't fully devote you can't 
go 90% in on bodybuilding. It does, because like, then you'll be pissed, don't you? Yeah. Exactly. I was like, I, was like, like I, I didn't see enough quads in my pictures yesterday. So I'm like, because <laughs> you know. Could be the you, running. You, yeah. Because you, you know what you're capable of. And I was like, but that I knew that going in, I was like, if I can get to like 90, 95% for everything, like I said before, I'll be happy and mm. balanced and everything. And I, I gave it my best shot, but then it's like, damn, it would have been better just you know do 100% yeah i mean but i want to do something different so. doing doing what you're doing it's it's perfect for the situation yeah. right but. but yeah so like it bodybuilding compared to you know you have your say you're training for a marathon you have your easy run your hard track workout and then your long run on the weekend mm-hmm. you just get you get through that workout and it's done yeah you can fuel up you can eat mm-hmm. or you can and then you're ready to tackle on the, the easy run the next day or whatever Hey guys, I quickly wanted to remind you about a premium online coaching service available on our website at takeuncommonaction.com. Stand out from the crowd and achieve your fitness goals by joining the team. Now back to the podcast. Whereas bodybuilding, you get through your workout and then you go home and you eat half the calories you want, 10% of the calories you want, whatever it is. Your meal makes you hungrier. Hungrier. <laughs> you're like, you put you door, you dump half a bottle of hot sauce on you're like, well... <laughs> i'm not full but my stomach hurts <laughs> yeah i i don't like mustard very much but mustard zero calorie yeah and uh yeah the amount of mustard i eat on prep gets kind of weird sometimes we all do weird things on prep like you're mixing like peanut butter with like this, god knows what or whatever <laughs> you know you're mixing hot sauce with yeah. like this and that. One, one thing i won't do anymore I, I have done this in the past but walden farms the famous like zero yeah calorie. yeah i I don't do that anymore mm-hmm. either. I, you got to a point. One, one time I had someone, I was like, man. You started drinking a bottle. Like, I'm like, I don't know what this is, actually. And yeah. The way it makes me feel isn't good. No, dude. So it's got to be terrible for you. I don't know. And I'm all about like zero calorie yeah. drinks and uh, stuff like that. Uh, but like uh, you you go through like a bottle of Walden Farms in one day as you reevaluate in your life. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not good, man. It's not good. <laughs> so, okay. So growing up, like um were you were you different like because now you're different right you stand out from everyone were you always like that um no so like i as a kid i was like a little little chunky um but like i always was like kind of driven to like try Mm. and do more but i didn't know how so i like when i was a kid i was like i'm going to the nba no shot (laughs) no shot but like i would spend like hours outside practicing by myself and i was like well i'm doing more than everybody else like yeah and you're looking for something to put your energy something to put your energy into and but like when you're a kid you don't know how and then luckily like probably you you know i'm like 16 i discover fitness youtube cg oh yeah yeah, dude uh nick Uh everybody like max and steve cook with the soldier series do you remember that yeah wow geez yeah dude like i'm i'm a fitness i've been (laughs) been watching fitness youtube for 10 years Uh um so i was like now i have access to all this information Mm -hmm. so i was you know start working out for sports in high school and you know trying to impress girls i say that every time because it's the truth that's what most of us start you know yeah um but I tore my ACL during my junior year of football, and I was like, dude, what do I do now? Mm-hmm. I just started channeling everything into working out. I was working out by myself all day, every day. It was all I could do while my friends were playing sports. And then by the time I was healthy, I was like, yeah, I just like working out. Just Yeah. So um, just training, training, training. Again, not really like knowing what I'm doing with it, but just putting in hours and hours, uh, bodybuilding-ish, powerlifting-ish, kind of like 
lost puppy. <laughs> I get to college and I kind of, I'm still training every day, but I lose myself a little bit. I'm partying too much. Mm. And um, by, you know, three semesters in, I'm like, dude, I got to make a change. You know, I was, I was not happy with what I was doing. I was, <laughs> again, drinking too much, partying too much. Grades weren't where they were supposed to be. And I was like, I don't want to go to college anyway. So I was like, dropped out kind of like left the party scene behind me at 19 years old, you know, before <laughs> most people even get there and uh, started working, you know, this job and this job and this job, personal training on the side and kind of push, putting my own to fitness. And then I did my first powerlifting meet, did my first bodybuilding show and just kind of fell in love with the process. And I'm like, I just want to keep pushing myself, pushing myself, pushing myself in different areas of fitness. Um, and then... I got my job at the firehouse, which was perfect because I work a 24 hour shift and then I'm off for three days. A lot of time to train, a lot of time to do other things like personal mm -hmm. training. So I open up my own personal training studio, buy out a nice little building, fill it up with equipment. And then I basically live there day and night. <laughs> so if I'm not at the firehouse, I'm at the gym, training people, training myself and then kind of finding my way. I was like, dude, I want to do fitness full-time somehow right. some way mm -hmm. I gotta figure out how i can you know relate to people on social media and like people draw into what i'm doing and i ended up you know kind of falling in love with this hybrid athlete style training where all fitness is good fitness is what mm -hmm. i always say so i'm like i can push the boundaries on this and this and this at the same time and i'll never be the best in one thing but I can be one of those people that's really good at a lot of things. And that's how I can stand out. That's how yeah, I can make definitely. a difference and inspire people. And I, I think I'm finally starting to crack that a little bit. Like people are messaging me every day and that's what it's all about. You know, they're like, I love the way that you're training this and this at the same time. It's really inspiring. And that's all we're trying to do, you know, trying to make a difference mm -hmm. in people's lives and try and motivate them to find whether it's fitness or something else, something that they love and that they can push the envelope in day in, day out and really, fall in love with the process yeah i mean i think like when you're growing up you're you need some sort of structure but sometimes you kind of got to find it yourself and and similarly it's like sports are great right because right. it, it kind of gives you that outlet to put in that energy and, and i find when i have these conversations and i can kind of relate to this as well but um the people who are all kind of like doing something right now uh, in their lives doing something different standing out it's like they have this energy inside of them and and they have to get it out some way. Yeah. And fitness is really good at giving um, kind of that outlet, like having some sort of outlet to put that energy into. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you're growing up, you're like NBA or for me, it's like <laughs> NFL Olympics. I'm definitely yeah. gonna run the 100 meter dash in the Olympics someday. Um, and then I, I didn't, by the way. But um, <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert, I stopped getting faster in high school halfway through. Um, yeah, never broke into the tens or especially the nines. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's like, I mean, fitness though, it allows you, there's so much of it, right? And it gives you just as much as you put into it. Yeah, yeah, t exactly. Exactly. And, and it's, there's there's so much you can do with it, though, because like, here's the thing. It's like and there's no such event as like, who's the best hybrid athlete? I mean, I guess there's some, some things, right? But yeah. like with social media nowadays, you don't have to be Mr. Olympia to get noticed or or whatever. It's like you can you can be a seemingly regular guy who's living a not regular life, yeah. but show it. And then it gives you that outlet to put all like your creative energy into and that 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 greatness energy we yeah. call it inside of you into and it's cool man you like you found it you're doing it that's what we all want man we all want to just like be able to 
kind of find ourselves and find a way to push ourselves to our like max potential mm. physically mentally emotionally you're doing it bodybuilding you're coaching you're you know with your wife it's great to see and right now all i have is fitness so <laughs> but like jack is single everyone so <laughs> application what a what a plug what a plug <laughs> um but you know that's all that's all we can ask for is try and find ways to like really give it our all and ways mm-hmm. to inspire others to do the same thing and for me it was this hybrid athlete style training where i can show people that you can be well versed in many different areas of fitness and try and be as well-rounded as possible yeah and you're inspiring tons of people on the way um so like what are you doing next what's so next after this uh i have to get the sub three oh, <laughs> circle back to that i had to get that uh checked off the uh, checked off the list yeah okay in case you're new here, I missed by 34 seconds because <laughs> the the pacer was slow. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> that would suck so bad. Yeah. And the worst part is, like, everybody's like, oh, Austin's, Austin Marathon's hard, man. Like, Nick even told me, he was like, yeah, dude, a three-hour marathon there is like a 250 anywhere else. I was like, it doesn't really make me feel better right now. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I got to check that off just for mental clarity and <laughs> and then if that so at the battle bunker regionals like qualify for the championships which are in october oh, in california and it's at the like olympic training center so that'll be super oh, yeah. cool to go to um after that i'll probably get an ultra off to check that off uh, and that's what i got on like the docket next you got like an ultra in mind that you think you'd want to do oh uh, i don't know man it would be like so levels coming up but like obviously can't do that yet mm. um i think i gotta go 100 at the start <laughs> <laughs> of course no. <laughs> yeah can't go 50 um but yeah we'll figure that out something in the fall i'm sure i don't know if it's cliche now to to go for leadville just because kind of like nick and stuff but man he picked like the best one yeah you know, like, i mean they say it's like the one of the hardest hundred milers out there yeah. I mean, I bet it's just like epic, though. Like, yeah, just the climb. And... I'm so excited to see uh, Maddie Johnson <laughs> yeah. and uh, Adam Clink conquer it this time. Mm-hmm. Some other people mm-hmm. are doing it, like Joey and uh, Matt Choi and stuff like that. That would be cool. Uh, hopefully, they all crush it. Yeah, dang, I would love to go out there. I'm, I'm, I'll be in Japan again during it, so I can't. But uh... <laughs> slight flex. Yeah, I would right. love to go to Japan. I'm a huge anime nerd, guys. I love it. Cool. I, I got Goku and Vegeta like mural style in the back of my gym. I didn't start liking anime until later in life, like literally two, maybe three years ago. So all the old school animes, like I've never watched Dragon Ball. Uh, I, nothing like that. Well, you guys, Naruto is the number one in my opinion. I, dude, I, I gave it two episodes. I was like, I'm never watching no, this. No, <laughs> no. It's so funny, dude. It's so common. Because so you're like a superhero nerd, though, right? Um, no, not really. I mean, I like Batman okay, a lot. But, but. So what what I what I find a lot at the show yesterday, like the top five of us in our uh, in our cl- in our uh, division or whatever, we all started geeking out on anime and like superhero <laughs> stuff. And I was like, that's so common in fitness that you're just like we're all nerds for this kind of stuff because it's like all they do is train and train <laughs> yeah, and yeah. train and it just correlates to fitness so much i just think that's funny yeah the bodybuilding one right now like baki is pretty baki, big yeah and baki like not even that good of a show but no, uh, <laughs> it's man goals right goals there. physique right goals, yeah yeah he's jacked out of his mind yeah <laughs> incredible okay is there one character that's like your biggest inspo so 
Well, well superheroes is Spider-Man, Batman. That's cliche. But like, I am just such a huge nerd for that stuff. Like, I, mm. I, and then Naruto is, and I actually like Vegeta more than Goku. I think it's a tough, <laughs> it's a tough realization for me. But like, he works harder than Goku, and he just doesn't get it. But. I love I love the guys that just constantly train and trying to improve themselves, and I just it like <laughs> I'll listen to that stuff yeah. during my it's workouts. It's the hero's journey, it's, man. yeah, man. That's what it's all about. Like, that's what I'm trying to be, like just the guy that constantly works and constantly works and constantly works. Like I'll never, be, like I said, I'll never be the best at anything, never. But I want people to be like that dude really worked hard though. That's yeah. all I can ask for. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel for that because like. I don't not saying I have terrible genetics or anything like that, but if I were to rate my genetics, generally speaking, they're like, I would say like extremely average. I'm, uh, I think I'm extremely average at everything. <laughs> and then pe- people where, you know, are going to be watching this be like, yeah, no, you guys are, you guys are great. Whatever. Like just because we're, we've been doing this for yeah. how long you've been training probably almost 10 years right dude or i mean over, longer i started longer? when i was 14 i'm 28 now yeah so, so like 14, 14 years, years i've been training 10 years and like non-stop consistent mm. i'm like guys dude i'm i promise you if you see a picture of me before i left in 16 i'm bare bones 130 pounds yeah of, like scubbiness that's the term i coined you know? <laughs> skinny chubby like you look skinny with a shirt on like no arms but then you take it off and you got like hips yeah <laughs> that was me I, and i'm like i wasn't great at sports i you know tr- practice and try to be good at them but everything i i like it sounds like kind of like oh look at me i did this this and this but like i credited everything i've done so far just by working hard i didn't mm. no assistance yes yeah, that's one of the biggest messages that i really push i mean with like my brand and, and everything like take uncommon action be uncommon like and, and a I lot of that, that love that by the way <laughs> appreciate it, yeah a lot of that comes from um just like this fear of mediocrity and and i think a lot of people grow up uh, in similar situations because i here's the deal so like i, we, I you had an uh, instagram post about this one time i literally messaged mm-hmm. you i was like dude i relate to this so much right okay perfect I, yeah and i'll reiterate it because yeah. I mean, yeah it's like I, this means a lot to me but it's like i mean we love those stories right of like the, the the kid that was born in poverty but then he became a millionaire someday and changed the world and like hey that's awesome like heck yeah and then we hate the people that were started <laughs> off here and then got to here yeah you know literally <laughs> but no one talks about the guys in the middle which is most yeah it's most of us most of us we start off in the middle we and grow it's so up in, easy to stay in the middle which is your point exactly we you grow up you know middle class this middle class family middle class home everything is average everything's laid out for you be this and person everything's be this. good it's, it's good. fine it's fine it yeah. is totally fine i hate it though yeah i want more <laughs> and there's nothing i always say there's nothing wrong with wanting more people are like you know you have good things you have good things but it's okay to want more it's okay yeah. to want the most out of life it is a it is a a machine system that you say like hey you're here you're gonna stay here forever this is exactly what your life is gonna look like and that is that and like something about it just like i despise it Mm. and and despite like being hey maybe like average genetically or yeah everything about me is i'm average height i'm average everything like everything is average right but it's like man like the one thing i can't control though is my mind and And your work and work ethic and like with that i absolutely refuse to be anything remotely average i see dude i love this so much and you really post a couple times and every time I, i'm like dude i relate <laughs> to this so hard i love this yeah <laughs> um because it's so easy to stay average because it's a like it's like a, it's a good life comfort zone man yeah man and uh like before i like 
obviously I've always trained hard, but before I jumped like full tilt, like training is my life. I'm like, am I sacrificing a good life in pursuit of a great life that I may never get? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't care. I'd rather try, you know, cause you know, you're missing out on like hanging out with friends, going out to bars, you know, a lot of time you're going to be alone, but I wouldn't be able to live with myself if I didn't try to be great. Yeah, truly. I don't care if I fail. I'll fail a hundred times. I'm going to keep trying. That's a beautiful thing when you let go of the fear of failure. Oh yeah. Like like um, when when I got married, like I'm kind of young. I was like 23, mm. and um, like we just had like a really good agreement because she totally believed in me, which is awesome. Like pro tip for you, any guy out there, man, if you can find a girl that believes in you, bro, like wipe her <laughs> wipe her up uh, and she believed in me and we had this agreement it's like we were going to graduate college which we did um together at the same time and i was not going to get a job like that was the plan is like i was going to get my four-year degree exercise physiology and then not get a job and um so i didn't get a job and um she did we we moved in with my parents in their basement okay we lived with them for like i don't know four months so i guess it wasn't the end of the world but not ideal, you know, newly married, graduate yeah. college, and then you move into your parents' basement um, at the age of 23. And I mean, that's a hit to the ego. You're a dude, you're 23 years old, you're married, and you're living with your parents. But it's just like, I kept being like, no, man, like, I could go the easy way, I could do this, whatever. But like, I would, I, I man, I couldn't do it. I, and I, I almost did. There were several times I almost backed out, and I was like, um, gonna go be a cop or something. I don't know. But like, which is fine. Like, it's totally fine but it's like i i knew that I, that i shouldn't you know and and so maddie ended up working and mm. i did nothing well, i mean i you, I, you I was working, working but, you were working but yeah. it was not fictitious yet. those were probably like the most stressful like i don't know a good two years of my time of my entire life like even i remember my parents like we were fighting a lot because like i was kind of a punk but like i was in yeah. i was in the but zone, you you bro. had a vision and mm. it you know, may have, you know, rubbed even your parents the wrong way sometimes. Yeah. But now that you do, we're, we're in a beautiful home in Phoenix, Arizona right now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just like, man, I was in the zone, you know, yeah. and sometimes you got a zone in and, and I was, I was very selfish during this period of time. So like my parents be like, Hey, could you help out with this? That's, I was like, heck no, bro. That's another thing I always say, man. Like if you, if you need me, need me, I will absolutely always be there for mm-hmm. you. But a lot of times I'm, I have to be selfish so that yeah. I can do things for you in the future like that people can't. Exactly. And there's like, seasons so, to it. You know? I'm, I'm sure some people don't see that that way. Sometimes they're like, you're just, you know, you don't care. And I'm like, mm. I care so much that I want to be able to do things that other people can't for you. I want mm. to be able to, as cliche as it sounds, you want to buy your mom a car or you want to buy your dad this, mm. you know, you want to do that. Like, it's just like. That's what I want to be able to provide for the people that have supported me along the way. But in order to do that, I need to be selfish right now. You do. Yeah. You can, you can build resentment. And I think this happens a lot. You can build resentment towards yourself sometimes without even realizing it when you sell yourself short or you don't go after that dream of yours or do the thing, especially do the things that you said you were going to do. You can build resentment and it's a huge confidence crusher when you, when you act like that. But when you just go for it anyway, absolutely life-changing man and like that, th- those were really hard years in my life but like man i would i would never ever ever take that back because now it's like it all makes sense you know right but you got to put in the work you got to commit to it you got to not be afraid to take the risk and you cannot fear failure because if i would have feared failure like i'd be doing something completely different with my life and this doesn't have to be as drastic as he did or what 
anybody's doing. This can start off small, but you got to yeah. take those little leaps. Like I'm one, <laughs> I'm in the middle of a cross country road trip by yeah. myself. Right <laughs> yeah, now. So like by myself. <laughs> like I, I was started off in Jersey, went to Boston, went to Niagara Falls, <laughs> went to, <laughs> went down to Tennessee, North Carolina, Florida, Texas. Here I'm in Arizona, Jeez. going to Cali, going up here. You know, it's, Nobody, nobody does that stuff. <laughs> no. I'm doing a different fitness competition that are completely, you know, separate from each other each weekend. And you guys don't have to do that, but start off like doing something bold, man. Take mm. take risks. Be bold. Be bold. Be yeah. Bold. But I mean, fitness. Um, it, it, that's where it all started, you know. And it, it is like that for a lot of people. It's like if you can become disciplined physically, you can become disciplined mentally. We see it all the time. I mean, I'm sure you're. Uh, a sucker for too like me like i'm a huge goggins fanboy. Yeah. Oh, yeah we all we all i think we all love goggins i mean mm. but like stuff like that like train like train your body hard you become hard mentally and it, it translates to all aspects of your life where everything doesn't seem as you know challenging or you know uh over the top impossible anymore you feel like you can do anything if you just keep chipping away yeah, Greg Plitt. Did you like Greg Plitt? Like, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, okay, good. RIP. But uh, dude, he had Go. this. Yeah, literally. he had this thing. Um, he would say where he would like work out super early in the morning, and then at the end, he like the sun would be rising and be like, "I did the hardest thing today already. Like the hardest thing I'm gonna do today is done with, and I I overcame it. So now the rest of the day is gonna be easy." That one clip that's always going viral. Uh-huh. Always like, oh, some people are at the bar right now, and here <laughs> I am training. Yeah, know, it's so sick. It's so true, though. It's like when you do those things, man, life gets easy relatively. Yeah, right? I mean, everyday things become just yeah, nothing. And you become limitless, too. It's like, I don't know, like you get these ideas and instead of everyone has like that doubt where they're like, oh, I don't know if I could do that. But like when, you, when you're when you so in it f- with your physical fitness and you've done all these hard things, you think of like this crazy, oh, this business or this idea or this thing or whatever. And you're just like, I'm just going to make it happen because yeah, I've made all these other hard things happen, yeah. right? You, you don't even you don't even second guess it. You jump in, you fail, you fail twice, you fail three times. Sometimes you, you succeed the first time, but I'm going to, once it's in my head, I just go. Yeah. It, <laughs> until it's done, it's done. <laughs> I see that with your, your marathon. <laughs> yeah. I, I totally get that. Like, Dude, that one's still, like, I yeah. Uh, the comments on that video are so funny. They're like, this guy sees 34 seconds in his sleep every night. And I'm like, oh. you're right. <laughs> Did you ever think just, like, run faster? <laughs> yeah. It gets me every night. Dude, uh, just to go circle back to that, like, the i at mile two i was like god my legs kind of hurt this is gonna be tough because that whole week we were at bpn hq like from wednesday to uh saturday and i was training with adam i was doing some <laughs> stupid stuff like i i won the push-up contest got this free garmin watch and i was just going nuts the whole week because <laughs> the environment was so great and nice. i just i nice. love training more than i love competition i guess you know mm-hmm. like the day like day like daily in and outs of training I love so I couldn't say no to training with all these people and then you know so I didn't peak well for race day I didn't rest up and I, this is the ongoing problem with everything I do <laughs> um so first two miles it's like oh this is gonna be a battle I don't know but I'm hanging around with a three-hour pace group for miles and miles and miles and we all started with there's probably like 50 of us in the three-hour pace group and you know some people were only doing the half but we were losing people after miles after miles after miles and you know 13.1 goes down and i'm like all right there's only like 20 of us left and then we get to mile 20 we lose one of the pacers so he's gone and i'm like 
okay, that's your job, whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I feel okay. I, I think I can do this. And then mile 22, both hamstrings go. Oh, no. So it's like, you know, you do like the hardest set of hamstring curls in your life. And like, you're like, if I like go one more, I'm going to tear something. Oh. So I had to, I was like running, but my feet were barely leaving the ground because if I picked them up too much, I was going to go down. Oh, so that was four miles of that. And the funniest video of me going uphill on mile 26. Number one, that's that's evil. That, that is kind the of uphill cool, yeah. at mile 26. But I'm like galloping like a horse, like one leg at a time. And uh, fell 34 seconds short. But that failure is just going to drive me to do better and better things. Yeah, no, for sure. Absolutely. Like, like that's, I don't know, one of those, those good things, right? Mm -hmm. It's going to come from it. Yeah. <laughs> epic, epic. Well, um. Dude, I mean, it was, it was good chatting and everything. Um, I guess to start to wrap this up, like we've already heard a lot of kind of like your personal philosophies, but what what else out there do you try to share with everyone? And what's kind of the point that you're trying to to make on social media and, and your purpose and your, mm -hmm. your mission? So I would say like the main thing would be there's no limits to what you can do as cliche as that sounds, but like you just have to start. And you have to speak it into existence. Like <laughs> I have some comments saved from the first day I started this specific journey and they were like, and day four, he breaks his back and gets injured <laughs> and he's done or something that like that. That would still be me. <laughs> yeah. I just like nonstop. And the, the only person that needs to believe in your goal is you because people will support your goal. Like your friends and family will be like, yeah, we got you. <laughs> yeah. Sure thing. But only one person needs to believe and see the vision and put it into motion, and that's you. doesn't matter what it is. Just chip in day in, day out, the daily stuff. It gets boring. It gets repetitive. It sucks eating the same foods every day. It sucks doing you know, whatever workout each day. It doesn't have to be fitness-related. It can be anything. But you have to chip away and do the hard stuff each day to make that end goal happen. And the victory at the end is always sweet, man. Yeah, man. You're going to see these Iron Man tears soon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm counting on it, dude. I'm counting on it. And jealous. You get to do it in Coeur d'Alene. Like, it's going to be beautiful. So, I can't remember. Have you ever been to Idaho? No, no. man. First okay. time. Cool. I'm, I'm thinking. So you're going to go through Utah, which is beautiful. By yeah. Way. So I'm going to make a couple stops there. Yeah. Have you been in Utah? Utah? No. Beautiful. Yeah. And then um, it gets kind of boring once again in Idaho. But yeah. <laughs> there's this part where, man, you should go to Yellowstone while you're up there yeah i think i am okay yeah it's dude. like i plus i got like another week after the iron man to do some more exploring good good yeah um yellowstone's epic bro yeah so anyway yeah um where can people find you uh instagram jack period d underscore fitness jacked fitness you know jack driscoll jacked i think we got <laughs> <laughs> and then tiktok is just jack driscoll fitness cool and i mean i'll be honest i don't really i'm not on tiktok really because I'm not, but um, yeah. how's that going? You growing pretty fast on it, like uh, we're at like fifty five thousand on TikTok. Epic. So I mean, you know, we're not Luke Hopkins. Shout out the guy, dude. Yeah, geez, man, <laughs> he's blowing up, man. I love that kid so much. Yeah, but um, you know, daily videos of the training series, and then Instagram. I try to do try to be a little bit more repetitive with posting and stuff like that. I try and share more about day to day stuff. So yeah, I mean, hey, your content's good, and um, it's it's definitely not like boring you know what i'm saying mm. it's like you're like you're i feel like every time I'm, i see you i feel like i'm in the journey with you right i'm like a part of something yeah. like i'm, I'm seeing it all, all happen and it's super cool so anyway yeah go uh follow jack support him um 
yeah, you're going to love his journey, not only like with this, what he's been doing the last month, but just in general, it's like super cool. And dude, thanks for being on. Thank you, brother. Yeah, you are a true, uncommon individual, um, the perfect type of person for this podcast. Right? I love it, man. This is a pleasure. Uh, Brady's the man. I mean, he doesn't have any more spots for you guys, but this is a great coach. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, 2024, uh, we're building up our, our epic team. But, hey, um, yeah, thanks for following, listening to the podcast. If you would give this uh, podcast a review, and this might be on YouTube. I don't really know. Comment, we'll like, that subscribe. Out. Do all that if it is on YouTube. Um, yeah, I think that's it. All right, be uncommon and uh, peace out. We'll see you in the next one.